This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Happy to have him back. He covers the Browns for the Beacon Journal. Based out of beautiful downtown Akron, Ohio, he's Mr. Chris Easterling. Hi, Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, how's it going, fellas? We're doing well. Thank you very much. Um, Have you had a chance to sit back and let this season sink in on you a little bit? Catch your uh, breath. I, I'm starting to, I guess. You know, with the with the defensive coordinator search, and then you know, you're kind of wondering, you know, what's the next dominoes to fall in terms of on the coaching staff. I haven't really had a chance, but uh, I think this weekend might be the the first opportunity to really step back and, and kind of uh, catch my breath and 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 kind of reassess what uh, reassess what I just witnessed over the last uh, few months. Chris, do you think uh, the coaching staff is stable now, um, like with Prefer and that? Do you, I, I think they're moving forward with what they've got unless something crazy happens? I think, at least at the coordinator level, I think they are. Um, I'm going to be curious to see if, if, you know, there might be a couple of guys that, uh, that you know, you, you want to see where these, these coaching hires, you know, what happens. Because uh, really outside of Carolina, has, has any others one has really been filled? So I, I think they're kind of waiting to see – you know what happens there. So I think in the next week or so we we will get to a, you know where it actually is completely settled down. But but I, at least for the coordinators, I, I think we're there. I, I expect to see you know AVP uh, Jim Schwartz and and Mike Reefer, uh as coordinators next next year. Chris, did you find the Schwartz hire uh, interesting? Good? Quick? And I, they didn't mess any, you know, mess around time wise. And I, I kind of like that aspect of it. Seems like they identified one or two guys they really wanted, and they went after one after them and hired one of them. Yeah, I, I, you got to give them credit for for the expediency of it. Uh, I have to have a, I, you got to have a feeling that they had an idea the minute they they let Joe go after the Steelers game uh, that uh, you know the guys they wanted to target and and you know. They brought Jim in right away, uh, and you know I, I think uh, it's hard to argue with the credentials, and I, I think that's sort of what they needed. I would have been fascinated if it was a different circumstance that they were looking for a coordinator. If maybe uh, Sean Desai might have been, you know, might have been the one they they targeted more. But but in this, considering the you know the circumstances they're in, Jim Schwartz is 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 the perfect candidate and. Now uh, they need to go out and get them some players to work with, because especially at the defensive tackle spots, because 
if they don't they don't shore up that, they it could be you, me, or anybody else playing being the DC, and uh, I don't think it would work. Um, let's talk about Schwartz and the chemistry of the defense. Even you know, I we all of us consider and say they need to figure out at least three of the four spots on the defensive front. But you know, when you think about the way the locker room was at the end of the year for defense, it didn't seem good. It didn't seem healthy at all. How does Schwartz fix that? And um, can he? Is it, is it his attitude that he brings, or like I'm wondering? how that will play in the locker room next year. Cause it does seem like that, that area needs some help. Well, everybody you talk to, whether they, you know, whether they played for Jim or coached with Jim, they talk about his communication skills. And, and I, you know, not that I don't think Joe Woods couldn't communicate, but when you mix a guy who can, you know, connect and is connected with some, you know, terrific players over the crazy career, whether it's in Tennessee or Philly or, you know, even when he got started in Baltimore, he was working with guys like Ray Lewis and, and Peter Bowler. So, I mean, this is a guy who's worked with some great players and had great success and been able to connect with them. And if he can connect with those guys, he has to, I'm sure that, you know, those, those are good credentials to come in with, and, you know, and you're, you're trying to connect with a Miles Garrett or a, uh, you know, Denzel Ward or Greg Newsom or, you know, insert whichever player you want to talk, you know, you, you want to talk about. So I, I think that's the big thing for him is, you know, his, his, his the, the credentials are, are beyond reproach. And, and you know, the, the, the connectivity skills that he, he has and everybody raised about, I think that's going to be big. And especially with miles, because everything you hear is, he lets he lets his you know if he's got a great edge rusher, he kind of lets him eat, and and I I think that's gonna that's gonna be music to Miles' ears. Chris Easterling joining us. He covers the Browns for the Beacon Journal, and you can read all of his work at Ohio.com. Uh, Chris, I I thought at the beginning of the season, you know I I'm no football expert. I looked at the defensive tackle position and thought. Well, Boy, they're asking guys to do something they've never done before. They're not deep mm-hmm. there. This is dangerous. Right. How, how did Andrew Barry let that happen this year? I think because it blew up on them. I think they felt. I think they thought they'd get more. I'll, I'll be honest. If I if I had to guess, I, I, I it, it, that has to be what it is. They thought you know, hey, we're going to do the reclamation project thing again with Haven Bryant, which worked you know, has worked previously for him, you know, yeah. the year before with uh, Malik McDowell. I mean, you got sure productivity did. out of him at least during the season. And then, um, you know, you hope that year three of Jordan Elliott, you know, maybe you, you got something in, in you know, in the middle rounds on that day three with Perry and Winfrey. You know, you, you just sort of hope that, you know, you've got some natural progression out of some guys on top of, you know, getting, you know, maybe a change of scenery with, with Taven, and it just blew up on them. I mean, like you said, it just blew up in their face. And, and I think, you know, if you got them in a quiet moment, they, they'd admit that, yeah, they misread that one. They they missed the mark. And, and you know, maybe, I don't want to say got too cute, but, you know, were a little too uh, too sure of themselves and what they what they had done and, and not realizing they, they still needed to do more. And that's why I think, you know, again, bringing Jim in, he's going to stress that. And then beyond that, you just got to put in the tape. 
from pretty much the Atlanta game on and, and say, yes, yeah, this, we're going to run this back because it, you know, the definition of insanity is, uh, well, we all know what the definition of insanity is. It's, it's running, uh, running a defensive tackle group back like that one they had this year. Uh, thoughts on Deshaun Watson as we move into phase two, I think, of this next thing and what they need to do to put the right guys around him, especially offensively. You know, we often talk about kicking it up a, a notch at wide receiver, but what else has to happen? And, you know, can you, how do you do that and integrate Nick Chubb into the deal too? Well, I think you, you, you sit down. If you're Kevin Stavansky, you got to find out, okay, what is it you want, you like to do? How can we make, what, what can we do to make this offense tailor your strengths the best? And, you know, they had the six games to work together. And, and, and my guess is, you know, the, more than anything, I think you're going to see a step forward in Deshaun just that he, he's got the rust off. You can't blame Russ. He said he's seen NFL defenses again. So I think that's going to help him because, you know, I, you could tell, he, you know, he was just – he, he was rusty and everything. And I think in terms of, of integrating Nick Chubb, I mean, would it be strange to see if something like what you see out of Philly? Hmm. I mean, look at what Philly's offense is. You know, that's a a quarterback where they integrate, you know, Jalen Hurts' ability to, to get out of the pocket and, and run. But, the, you know, they also have a great running game. And, and you know, I think that, you know, you, you could see some, you know, you know, some similarities with what you see out of Philly now with what you see out of the Browns next year, you know, if I, because, you know, it's a copycat league and, right. you know, I think you look for what's working now and, and what's working in Philly works. But uh, with, with Deshaun, I think, uh, you know, it, it's just, it, it's gotta be something that fits him. And, and I think it's as much as Kevin getting adjusted to what fits Deshaun as it is Deshaun getting comfortable with, with Kevin, you know, it's almost the coach going, okay, let's, let's, let's go on. Let's go off of what you want to do, you know, or, or at least let's find something that, that, you know, that happy medium between what I want to do and what you want to do. And, and, and let's, let's make this work because quite frankly, it, you know, Kevin has to do that. Otherwise, you know, next year is the last year. I, I agree with you on that, Chris. I, I think they have to have a, a good year next year. And good doesn't necessarily mean the playoffs, but to me, it it's you should make the playoffs. Like, if you win 10 games and don't make the playoffs, I would think you bring Kevin Stefanski back. If you win eight or nine games, there's probably a decision to be made. As, as ridiculous as eight or nine games different might be, I don't know. I, I'm just with you. I think they have to be good, and I think they, meaning Andrew Berry, and Kevin Stefanski together. Do you see them as a package deal here, or is there a yeah. is there a separation? No, I think there's. I you have to look at them as a package deal because, although you know they brought Kevin in first and then brought Andrew yep. in, but uh, you know I I still think that you know I I think you know they they work together they they're linked together and and I think if this doesn't work out. I think they're both out together, to be perfectly honest, because, you know, Kevin can only work with, you know, they both, you know, you know, they both put themselves out there with the Deshaun trade. 
but beyond that, you know, Andrew's the one that's given, you know, given Kevin everything he's had to work with here pretty much, you know, with the last few draft, you know, the last few drafts. And let's be honest, it's been a mixed bag. You know, some of the players that we thought might be impact players haven't been that, you know, or they haven't been to the level we thought they'd be. You know, I think Grant Delpit's come on a little bit at the end of last season. You know, I think Jed Wills, I expected to pick up the fifth year option on Jed this year, this this off season to, to at least give him another year to find out if he's really the one at left tackle. But, you know, other than that, I mean, it's, it's a bunch of singles more than, you know, and they really need some of these draft picks to develop into doubles, triples, and, you know, maybe even get a home run here or there. So, but uh, I definitely think if, if Kevin's out at the end of next year, I think Andrew is as well. Chris, are you comfortable and Chris Easterling joining us from the Beacon Journal, Ohio.com. Are you comfortable with the offense? I know we all look at the defense and think, all right, you need you need tackles and you need some linebackers and, okay, maybe another couple of defense events. So, so I, I think we all see the need there. But I think a lot of folks think the offense is set and good to go other than maybe a wide receiver. Do you feel that's accurate or is there is there more work to be done there? You know, I, I'm curious to see what they do at the running back position because – Obviously, you have Nick, and obviously they feel comfortable with Jerome Ford, you know, going into his second year. But what is it? What do they do beyond, you know, beyond Nick and, and Ford? Because the Ernest and Kareem are both are both free agents at the, you know, now going to be free agents. So they have to do something there. I would kind of be interested in seeing another tight end, maybe, uh, and and be quite honest. I think you need another, you know, do you, do you need another swing tackle just in case? Because, you know, yeah, they've invested in Jack Conklin. Yeah, they they believe in Jed Wills. And Jed, uh, you know, I think answered the bell all, all 17 games this year. But, you know, there's an injury history there. So I think having another swing tackle beyond James Hudson is, is something maybe they look at. But I think you hit it. It's the receiver, the re- another receiver especially one that can kind of take the top off of the defense. I think they thought they had that with Anthony Schwartz. They don't, or, or at least it hasn't shown yet. But I think that's where it is, is who's that third running back, maybe a third tight end beyond David and, and Harrison, and then definitely a, 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 a stretch the field receiver, which I would, I would kind of like to see that maybe – as much as we want to see defensive tackle be the first player they go after on the board, considering the depth I think there is in this receiving core, I think there's some guys, you know, and we got some time until the draft gets here, but, you know, maybe that second-round pick is a guy that, you know, you didn't use last year on a guy who now is in the division, and, you know, George Pickens. Maybe you do it this year with the second-round pick and get that guy who can, who can sure up your uh, your receiving core even more. Chris, thank you for being with us. We appreciate it very much. Thanks, man. Hey, hey, thanks for having me on. Chris Easterling, Akron Beacon Journal. You can go to Ohio.com and read all of Chris's work. He's uh, new on the beat this year, and he's done a great job of covering the Browns for the Beacon Journal. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 